We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ivy Nation, what's going on? It's Notre Dame Recruiting Hour here on a Monday afternoon discussing the latest topics in Notre Dame Recruiting. I am the Director of Recruiting here. I just said recruiting like 17 times in my th- three sentences there, by the way. But Ryan Roberts, Director of Recruiting here at irishbreakdown.com, joined by Sean Davis, who is a recruiting analyst here at the site as well, bringing you the latest in recruiting. Like I said, we got a lot to talk about today. If anybody hasn't, if anybody doesn't follow along with recruiting too in depthly, we have coaches on the road last week. There'll be more every single day. They'll be grinding away, including uh, Brian Mason got to spend the whole week in Hawaii last week, Sean, which is another conversation for another day. And fantastic for Coach Mason. He deserves it after the season that he just put together. But we got coaches grinding on the road. Main topic that we want to start with today is Justin Scott, star five-star defensive tackle out of St. Ignatius in Chicago, Illinois, is nearing his college decision, announcing on the 31st, and he has a final visit coming up soon here to the University of Notre Dame right before the decision being made. So we'll kick off with that, but then the bulk of this show, before we get to the mailbag at the end, is going to be to not celebrate the Justin Scotts of the world. Because everyone knows about Justin Scott. He's fantastic. We don't have to tell you all about him. Next two shows, we wanted to give some time to some of the underrated recruits on the trail for the 2024 recruiting class and players that Notre Dame is specifically visiting or has offered or has interest in. So we're going to highlight some of those key players because, I mean, if you look at what Notre Dame staff did this past week, Sean, there was a lot of offers. (laughs) A lot of offers. A lot, man. And some guys, you're like, okay, you look at the recruiting rankings in the offer list, you're like, okay, top 100 kids, got Alabama, Georgia, all those dudes, right? Like, makes sense. But there are some players that they're adding that all still have really nice offer lists, but aren't highly rated from a recruiting ranking perspective. So we're here to shine some light on some of those players, some guys that are due for some big rises in the recruiting ranking and guys that you need to get on your radar because don't just look at the recruiting rankings. And I'm here to tell you. We at Notre Dame is finding gems. So you think about last cycle, what they did with finding guys like Brandon Hillman, Caleb Smith. They found some diamonds in the rough down the stretch that they really like. And there are several players that I think Notre Dame has already 
identified in the 2024 class. And this is going to be the defensive segment of the underrated recruits in 2024. But Sean, we got to get kicked off with the main news that everybody wants to talk about. And for good reason. And I completely understand it, right? On January 31st, which is Tuesday of next week, Justin Scott, 2024 defensive tackle out of St. Ignatius in the in the city of Chicago, is making his commitments. He released, what was it, a top eight, I think, was what he originally had, right, Sean? He had yes. guys like Alabama, Colorado. I know Georgia just offered recently. Michigan's a big player for him. And Notre Dame is in the – as a chance to close this one out on a player that they need. And they don't need just because he's a Chicago kid, Catholic school, five-star, right? It's also the fact that Notre Dame needs to continue to add size on the interior of their defensive line and adding 6'5", 310 pounds that could probably still hold another 20, 30 pounds on his frame of playmaking potential is big time potentially for the Notre Dame 2024 class. And Sean, I know that you have obviously developed a great relationship with Justin throughout this process. So, he has some news that he is now visiting Notre Dame. He was supposed to visit this past weekend. That was the tentative plan early. But now he's visiting on the 29th, which is the which is this Sunday coming up. So Sean, let me let me ask you man just to start this conversation off. Because we'll talk a lot about Justin Scott if he commits to Notre Dame on what that impact is for the Irish in the 2024 class and all that great stuff and I know someone asked about it in the mailbag already. So we'll we'll talk about that as well. And yes, you can throw those mailbags in. I just saw Milton fans question in the chat. Throw the mailbags anytime. Put the MB in the front. It really does help me. I'll start those things up. We'll get them at the end of the show. But Sean, it's going to be really interesting because we feel we felt good about, we have felt good about where Notre Dame is with Justin Scott, obviously coming into this one. Moose's visit though from this weekend to two days before the decision. To open up the conversation, what are your initial thoughts on him moving it to next weekend? And is this positive, I guess, for the Notre Dame program to start off with? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live 
only on Netflix. I just want to make sure. That's what I take from it. I think, you know, when everyone was kind of wondering why, man, why did he delete that tweet? What's going on? I think when I spoke to him uh, prior to that, that weekend, that was on Sunday. I had spoken to him that Friday and Saturday. You know, he was very confident that, number one, whatever happened with Notre Dame was very much important to him and huge for him. Two, he was close, very close to knowing what he wanted to do and pretty much intimated that to me. Like, yeah, I pretty much know, you know, still thinking, but I pretty much know. Which leads me to believe that absolutely, anytime you get an offer from the two-time defending champions that consistently develop big-time defensive tackles and send them to the NFL, high in the draft, it gives you something to think about. But in the midst of that, not only on Lucky Lefty Podcast, but last Monday, I said nothing has changed. Mm -hmm. Nothing has changed with this young man. Nothing has changed. And just because he deleted that doesn't mean that he's not going to still do it on the 31st. And lo and behold, here we are with, you know, information coming out, sources that we have, and also some other publications, you know, reporting things. It's pretty much what we said last Monday. Nothing has changed. The only thing that has changed is that Tommy Reese and Al Washington were at his game on Friday. Now he's visiting. That's it. That's the only thing that's changed. And the visit is pretty much, I I, I think I know what I'm going to do, but I want to make sure. I want to make sure. And yeah, I probably should get get down there and visit before I make sure. That was a real push. I have a, um, I forget the young man's name. A young man that's actually a big time tackle prospect, not power five, what division mm-hmm. one at, at brother rice in Chicago that attends my church and his teammate, that was a defensive tackle this year, actually just signed with Michigan, you know, and we're having this discussion and he was telling me yesterday, like, yo, St. Ignatius is on our schedule next year. And he's like, yo, I get to go up against the <laughs> big boy. And I'm like, yeah, have fun with that because he, you're a tackle and usually you wouldn't face him. But now they play that three three five, so more yes. than likely you're gonna have to battle him. And we we're just talking. He was like, "Man, where do you think he's going?" You know, I shared my opinion. And he was like, "Yo," he was like, "Man, Michigan was here in December when they went came to Brother Rice. They went to Ignatius the same day." I said, "Yeah, I know Harbaugh, Michigan. They made a really strong push and made a great impression with the young man." Yep. And I think he was very transparent and honest with me about that. And I think he was waiting for that same type of push. Because Notre Dame was always going to be a finalist. And I'm not talking, when I say finalist, I'm not not talking about top eight. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about when the final list comes out, when it's like top three, top four, Notre Dame was going to be in that mix. And they weren't going to be three or four. I'll leave it at that. So when you get what you got that Friday, that was huge for him. And then you follow that up with another Friday visit. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden he reacts from that and goes down to South Bend or sets up a visit for this weekend, which is which works out better that he did not visit this weekend. I think the inclement weather 
in the area had a lot to do with the change and it kind of being last minute sure. from you know conversation friday after the game sunday let's not force it wait a week we'll get down there before the announcement and so in doing that it works out better because you mm-hmm. then you saw all the 24 recruits you know tweeting out like oh i think i'm free that weekend <laughs> i think i'm free that weekend too CJ right? Carr, Carson Absolutely. Hobbs, yeah, they're all doing right, it. Yep. Right, right. So whereas originally it just would have been him. Right. Which, you know, he would have had all of the attention, probably still would have had a great time. But now <laughs> they get to really put on the show with the recruits. So everything is trending in the right direction, which is why, you know, last week, last week we said, yo, relax, nothing's changed. Don't overreact to a tweet. Let things play out. And so Notre Dame fans should feel really good about what's coming on the 31st. Yeah, and I mean, I applaud you and Brian, especially for kind of keeping the board updated. If you're not signed up at boards.irishbreakdown.com, by the way, you should, as I'm going to get our banner up here in a second, because Sean and Brian had this thing covered. Because, again, there were initial reports, and this was coming from Justin, right, from his side. So it wasn't like it was someone making stuff up or anything like that, right? Like it wasn't a bad report. It was just people kind of took it as like everything was solidified. Justin was definitely going to come this past weekend. It was done in the books. And Sean and Brian kind of let everybody know on the board that like, hey, this is what is going to happen most likely. But there's still some things that needs to get figured out. Because like Sean said, you know, got inclement weather. You have a little bit of travel. I know it's only an hour and a half from Chicago. But still, you know, it's it's still a 17-year-old kid that needs to make that travel, right? Yeah. So. There is still there were still things that needed to be figured out, obviously. And honestly, Sean, I think I agree wholeheartedly with you in the fact that I think it sets up perfectly for Notre Dame. I really do. Because you talk about if it was this past weekend, for instance, right? Coaches are still out on the road this all this weekend, right? So even if it went fantastic this past weekend, you're gonna still have a lot of schools coming in to see Justin Scott this week in school at St. Ignatius. Well, not see him, but see his coach and staff and parlay their message and all that stuff, right? And then also that leaves next weekend open if Justin did want to go somewhere else to check out, right? But you get the last crack at it, you get the last ability, you get the final final pitch to Justin Scott that, like, hey man, you know you want to be here. We want you here, obviously. Let's make this thing happen. You got an opportunity to close the deal in person, which I think is fantastic, only two days away. And like you said, I shouldn't be surprised that, you know, the minute that a five-source come into town, that CJ Carr and the boys are all just like, yep, I'll be there on Sunday, which is really hysterical, Sean, because I don't know if you saw the madness on the board when uh, CJ Carr was on the campus of the University of Washington this past weekend because he was at a seven-on-seven competition. <laughs> Flip the Washington show. You know what I like? CJ Carr is a troll, and I like it. He is a little bit of a troll. He's a little bit of a troll, and I like it. That lets me know he has personality, but it also lets me know what type of dude he's going to be in that huddle. And I like that. I like that. Somebody that can be in the midst of chaos and big moments and can make you laugh. The type of dude that will look, be 96 yards from winning a Super Bowl and look over and say, yo, is that John Candy in the stand? Yes. Yes. That Joe yep. Montana type vibe. So that's that's who CJ Carr is. He he is a jokester. You ready? Showtime. 
On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Now, I, I think I think it's the perfect way to put it. There's very a there's a calmness, kind of playfulness to CJ Carr, right? Because we've obviously both had the chance to talk to him a little bit. He was on the live show after he committed to the University of Notre Dame too, as well, uh, several months ago now. So, <laughs> I, I think that getting all the reinforcements on campus, getting the opportunity for Justin to see everyone in person one final time, getting the parents on campus as well again, like it, it's it's setting up to be very good for Notre Dame. At the end of the day, you still have, what, eight days until he's making a commitment, right? So Notre Dame still has to close this thing, right? Like, they can't blunder this. They Like, there's – well, I should say there is a possibility to blunder it. Like, you can't – it can happen, right, if the t- visit goes terrible. But we mm-hmm. don't foresee that happening, right? Yeah. Notre Dame has a chance to close this thing out. Let's go close it out, baby. It's all it comes down to. It's all it comes down to. Oh, we'll we talk- can make it sound so simple. You make it sound so simple, Ryan. I mean, I try, man. I try. I try. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, man. Because, because Sean, this is one of those things, right? Where I think we hear sometimes, you know, oh, they got to close the deal, and yeah. it's closing a deal for a player that doesn't. Let me phrase this the best way I can. That there are some things stacked against you with this recruitment, right? Whether it's mm-hmm. like a kid that's from somewhere far away, you know, for geographically, or maybe he's a guy, a kid that you know is just kind of half in, half out. But Justin Scott's a kid, right? That everything about him, Sean, says Notre Dame football. Every single thing about him, he mm-hmm. meets a need. He's a Chicago kid. He's really well spoken and very honest and mature and there's just there's nothing about him that tells me you should not be at Notre Dame right like yeah. there's nothing about him high yeah. academic kid comes from a really good family from everything that you've told me you know he's he's loved in the city of Chicago at St. Ignatius like nothing about Justin Scott says you should not be at Notre Dame right yeah. and like you said I mean Georgia just put two defensive tackles in the first round last year Jordan Davis Devontae Wyatt they're gonna have one that's gonna get drafted in the top three or four picks this year in Jalen Carter. They are producing defensive tackles at the volume, at the at volume at the highest level. Yeah. So them coming in, I mean, I'd be lying if I didn't like take one step back and be like, oh, that gives that gives them something to think about. Like, let's be yeah. honest. It is. Yeah. Because as far as much of Notre Dame lovers as we are here and in the chat, you can't tell me if you're a big time defensive tackle who wants to make it to the NFL eventually. Like let's be honest. Justin Scott wants to go to the NFL, right? If even if you love Notre Dame with all your being, if a school that has just won two straight national championships and is producing defensive linemen the way Georgia comes in and offers you, makes the pitch, 
You'd be lying if you say that that wouldn't be a little bit enticing, just a <laughs> right. little bit, right? I mean, <laughs> they just walk in with film from the second quarter. Like, yeah. you see the two, we, you, you see Wyatt, you see Jordan Davis, you see, you see him, you see Jalen Carter going top five this year. Hey, did you see Bear against Bear Alexander, TCU? Yeah, the next yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and then we got you coming after him. It's like the sales pitch is almost similar to what Harry Heastan could say to offensive linemen. Yes. About, you know, and you have to be able to, if we're going to be happy about what we can do in the form of Harry Heastan, we have to take what other programs can do right. against us when they're great in a certain position. And Georgia just happens to be great in that position. So, mm-hmm. you know, for me, this is something that you haven't had the pleasure of and, and Brian hasn't had the pleasure of of knowing the young man and mm-hmm. speaking to him face to face and getting an opportunity to read who he is. This is why a long time ago I say he's a five star, but this is not the type of dude that's for the dramatics. He's not a diva. And he's not like other five stars. And what the people that surround him are totally different than the people that surround the Keon Keeley. So all of the drama that might have come with him or might have come with Peyton Bowen, you're not getting that. This is a young man that's looking for an honest conversation about coaching, development, culture, and education. And this is what the people surrounding him are focused on. And that's what he pointed out in his example of what has stood out in his recruitment. No doubt. And so that lets you know, like, you know, I'm sure Notre Dame fans will still be uneasy because it's a long way to December, whatever National sure. Signing Day ends up being. But I think he's going to be the very thing that C.J. Carr is asking him to be. Right. Come be the defensive leader yes. on the recruiting trail. He's going to be that wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. If he signs with Notre Dame, watch out. Because if him talking to other people definitely will lead to some big time players being interested. We'll get into that in the mailbag. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and Sean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great, it's a great conversation piece because you have pillars on the offensive class for Notre Dame right now. You know, I mean, what's a better pillar and leader than having your potential five-star quarterback in the class and CJ Carr, right? You have Cam Williams, who's a, Top 20 player nationally on one recruiting service and very well-spoken and very forthcoming with his want to build a great class. And But on the defensive side of the ball for 2024, you have Owen Wafel, who's a very soft-spoken kid in New Jersey, right? He's very soft-spoken. Mm-hmm. You have Carson Hobbs, who has a great personality, but the recruiting rack can say right now he's a three-star, even though I think it's ridiculous <laughs> that he's a three-star. Justin Scott would quickly represent the pillar of the defensive recruiting class for Notre Dame that really isn't there right now. Not not any no defensive recruit right now has the personality, the the reputation, the rankings. Like they don't all have that together, right? Justin Scott does. So he would present a tremendous opportunity. Let's hope that Notre Dame is able to close the deal, but they appear in very good position as of right now. So that's the latest on Justin Scott visiting this Sunday, January 29th, is making his decision between several great schools, including Notre Dame, on the 31st, which is his birthday. So is he turning 17 or 18? Is he a young cat? 17. He's turning 17? 17. 
Oh, yeah. man, he's young, too. That's hey, wild. We, we might have to pray for Mike Mickens, bro. Why? What's that? Why? Because <laughs> if he gets Jaden Mickey's mouth and Carson Hobbs' mouth in that room at the same time, <laughs> film study should be should be pretty, pretty fun. And getting them to calm down on the field should be pretty fun. <laughs> I mean, you're not you didn't even throw Christian Gray in that conversation, too, my you're, friend. You're right. <laughs> Mike Mickens is getting some good players, but he's bringing in some talkers, too. Oh, man. Boy, is he. Boy, is he. But it's, again, you're bringing in trem- – But, Sean, that's what's been missing a little bit from Notre Dame, man. I oh, talked about this a whole lot this yeah, past year, man. I agree. Like, you, you need some swagger. Yeah, you need some swagger yeah. out there. And those yeah. three kids bring swagger to the mm-hmm. field. So Absolutely. Hey, man, bring more of that. As long as they back it up with their play, bring yeah. more of it. Bring yeah. more of it. I'm down for it. So that's the latest with Justin Scott. We're going to get into our main topic of the day, which, again, we're going to talk about some underrated defensive recruits that Notre Dame has shown interest in, either offering, visiting, pushing for in the 2024 recruiting class. So we'll get to that next. Please hit that like button, subscribe, notification bell, all that great stuff. Sign up for the boards at boards.irishbreakdown.com because we'll have a lot more intel during the week from the recruiting perspective, from team perspective, as we move closer to spring practice, all that great stuff. So hit that like button, hit that notification bell. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.